Hey everyone, The Vern here. Welcome to this brand new episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. So, going forward, every Friday, you are going to be getting the audio version. It's goes like this, okay. Uh, on Tuesdays, we have the live show on the YouTubes. And then on Friday is when I release the audio portion of that. Uh, also want to mention, too, that at the start of the show, uh, Ashley said something in the greeting. And I either I had something else in my mind... Or I didn't hear her. Uh, either way, it was unacceptable. And I apologize immensely for not really going into what she was saying. So, I'm sorry, Ashley. I feel like a dick. and But thank you so much for continuing the show with me. I greatly appreciate that. And I will do better, alright? And you've been friends with me for like 20 years. And I'm going to be making mistakes here and there. So, I apologize immensely. Uh, but... You are going to enjoy the show. I had so much fun talking with Ashley about just some random movies and shows we watched. And then I had a big blast talking about summer movies and what we thought was the best year for summer movies. So I'm not going to dabble on anymore. Here's the show. I hope you all enjoy it. And there you go. Good night, everyone. The following podcast will contain foul language, possible movie spoilers, and will be deemed problematic by most listeners. Enjoy. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this new live episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. Here, I am the Vern. I am Ashley. Hello. Hi. Welcome, everyone. How you been, Ash? Oh, God. Uh, not the best. Welcome back. <laughs> well, I, I, okay, here's the weird thing, too. So, on my Spotify list, yeah. before we can get into our episode, uh, there's some songs being played, and the artist Poe came out. Do you remember Poe? Oh, yeah. From the 90s. Yes. Trigger, Trigger Happy Trigger Jack. Trigger Happy Jack. And uh, Angry Johnny. And yeah. Choking the Cherry. Yeah. So, but a song came on for her second album called Haunted. And that was probably my favorite album oh. she's ever done was that. What was the cover art for that? It's like with, she's like a bunch of hands. Okay. That's, I've not heard anything from that album. She's only made two albums and that was her oh. second one. But here's the weird thing too. Her brother... Mark Z. Danny Whiskey wrote a book called The House of Leaves. Oh. Which is one of the most scariest books I've ever read. And hmm. it's this book which is like a textbook about a documentary about a family that moves into a house who finds a room inside that is longer than the dimensions of the house. That's weird. And so, and very interesting. But yeah, so it's this House of Leaves. House of Leaves is like this textbook about this documentary film, and then in the margins, there's another story about a guy who finds this textbook and sees a bunch of weird things happening. Oh. And so the book keeps changing like formats. Sometimes when you read the book, you have to like tilt it upside down. Some chapters you have to read holding it into a mirror. Weird it's and like, interesting. That sounds really fun. So, like, Poe, his sister, wrote a whole album about that book. It's like oh. a soundtrack to that book. That's really cool. And I was, like, listening to some of the songs. And I'm like, God, like, Poe is a great artist, and she's only made, like, just two albums. Right. And I just found that to be 
fascinating. So I'm not quite sure if there's any musicians out there that people are just really into just watching that stuff here. Um, so we got one comment here from our good buddy Vivian the Kid, a.k.a. Jordan. What up, Jordan? Uh, who says about movies and TV shows, but not made-for-TV movies. We can do made-for-TV movies. You know, if you we have said a, we couldn't. Yeah. There's no rules here. There's, if you, there's no rules. There's no rules. There's no rules at Cinema Recall. No rules. That's right. That's I right. Will, I will do this, folks. If you actually have a movie suggestion for us. <clears throat> Please, tell us. And you want to send a movie our way, uh, we'll watch it. Uh, speaking about Vivian, I'll be really briefly here because we did watch some new movies out. Yeah. Uh, he had me watch a movie called. Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, what was it? Teen Star Academy. Oh, okay. I've not heard of this, but elaborate. Teen Star Academy is about a bunch of kids who go onto this island to enter a contest mm-hmm. where they test their teen skills. Some people are dancers. Some people are musicians. Of course they are, because they're teens. But the, what... the adults are so creepy in this. Oh, it almost seems like the adults are going to sacrifice these kids. But they don't? Or eat them. No. But it looks <laughs> like they do because everyone talks like this French accent and everything. And the way that the judges are kind of leering over these kids, I'm thinking... They're Something gonna, nefarious is, is going to happen. The, they're going to sell them off to the, you know, basically the the, the skin trade. Right. right? Oh, they're God, trafficking. the skin trade. You know, it's just going to be very, very creepy stuff. So, yeah. Teen Star Academy... Creepy vibe, but no no actual creep factor. But I but I think the movie would approve if there actually was an actual judges were like vampires. Yeah, or, or cannibals. Something. Some, something like that. Man. Just, but I got a few of them more here on my list here. What have you seen recently, Ashley? Um, let's see. I just now this isn't a new movie, but I just saw for the first time Doctor Sleep. I watched Ooh. it last night and I really loved it. I know it didn't get great reviews. Oh it did actually. Did it? Because yeah. From what I heard and, like, from, like, um, from what I heard about um, moving, like, numbers. Box office, box it, office, box it office didn't, didn't do so well. Yeah, but it was so good. I was not expecting that at all. You Are you familiar with The Shining? Well, yeah. yeah. The Shining, yes. The Shining. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. it no, no beer, no TV, make Homer go something, something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. No, but, I mean, I've seen The Shining, um, so I knew it was a sequel, but. The girl that plays Wendy Torrance in that. Yeah. Really impressed the hell out of me. I know. I was like, that is a good Shelly Winters. Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. What's the difference? Some, some, what, what is Shelly Duvall. <laughs> the difference between them was like, what, some, some Shelly double-sided Winters. tape and it's a red wig. <laughs> Come on, Shelly Duvall was in, you know, uh, I know, Theater, I know. I always, I always get them. I know. I know who she is. I can see her face. I just screwed up her name. Shelly Winters is a big more heavy lady than Shelly Duvall. <sighs> I know, but I'm. I blame Mrs. Doubtfire because <laughs> they reference them in one scene, and it's, it's, it's always stuck with me. Okay, that's fair. That's but fair. Yes, Shelley Duvall. Okay, okay. sorry, so I got the, it wrong. The actress that played her, Alex. Shocker! I, I did something wrong. <laughs> so, Everybody, write it down. Oh my gosh! So uh, Alex Esso, Alex Esso is the actress that played Shelley Duvall. She did a great job. And yeah. she's another movie called Starry Eyes, which I also recommend. Starry Eyes. Is What's a, that about? It's about a woman who's an actor who uh, really wants to win this audition. And she keeps going to those auditions and she's feeling. Yeah. And she finds this one company that says, we'll make sure you're a star, um, but you have to basically sell your soul to the devil. Oh, I mean, 
you know, worth it. And it's like, you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, you can't. People choose what they choose for their own life. Exactly. It's none of your business. See? Hey, Vern, worry, you worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. <laughs> Hells yeah. Uh, so, I did see a couple movies myself here. Uh, I saw one on Hulu called Benedetta. Which <sighs> I think you told me about that, but I haven't seen it. So, Benedetta is the newest movie from Paul Verhoeven, who's done Showgirls, right. Basic Instinct. But it's Instinct. like nuns, right? Yes. Okay. It's about... This nun yeah. who claims that uh, she is the girlfriend of Jesus Christ, like the future fiance of Jesus Christ, and starts telling everyone at her convent that she has these powers because Jesus is her boyfriend. I mean, and no one believes her except for the fact that she has predicted a lot of things and has caused pain and torment to those who don't believe her. Oh. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, nuns are technically married to Jesus. Yeah. So, like, it's not that far of a stretch to say uh, Jesus is my boyfriend. This is like, I'm like, I've got, this girl's like, I've got a one-up. Have you seen his abs, people? (laughs) (laughs) I think, if anything, if he's got great abs like that, then fucking Suzanne Summers is his girlfriend because she's got the ab roller there. She does. She does, yeah. And oh, I'm, no. Did, she did the ab roller? No, she did the thigh master. Thigh ma- oh, I thought she had someone she's two ab rollers, too. She's got the thighs, too. and he's got the fries. The fries. I got nothing. See? <laughs> so that one is really good, and I got one more here. Uh, and then uh, I did watch, finally, because you've been recommending the show for a while there, I watched that brand-new cherry flavor. Yes, finally. With uh, Catherine Keener. Yes. And oh, she was Rosa she was so Zara. good. Yeah, As she Burra, was very good. When I watched the show, yeah, I liked it. And then, okay, so the show is about this girl who's making a movie, and she meets up with this lead producer who tries to put the moves on her. Well, at first, you don't think he's gonna. Yeah, first, first of all, you think yep. he's a really nice guy. He's and got then, a family. You think he's cool. Like you're like, oh, like they've heard things about him, but like he hadn't. He hadn't. Yeah. For a long stint of time. Meeting up with her, yeah, didn't display any weird tendencies. No, until until like the day of a party. Until he displays some weird tendencies after a party. And then afterwards, when she uh, denies advances, he's like, "Well, I'm gonna take the movie away from you. I'm gonna hire a whole new director." And so she gets upset. She finds about this witch played by Catherine Keener's character, who says, "Yeah, we need the revenge on him." So, oh, did you hear that? We hear a lawnmower. Are you guys here like a lawnmower right now? If you can, let me it know. It sounds like a trumpet. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's like a trumpet dying it's here. Me up, man. I'm, I'm like, sure. where is it coming from? <laughs> so someone's got a vacuum going on. So yes, we have like our very bad trumpet sounds going on. Yeah. It just apologize about I'm that. I'm sorry. I'm gassy. You see. <laughs> oh. But I, I I like the whole structure of her finding this witch and starts to get revenge. And then I got nervous when she's like, well, I don't want to be part of this anymore. I'm yeah. done with the witch thing. And the first time I'm thinking, oh, no, don't let this be one of these stories yes. where things happen for her favor mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I'm not going to spoil anything right now, but it has just a really great ending. I kind of want to check out the book of this. Was so, it a book? It was a book first. I would like to read that. Yeah. I mean, we all know books are way better than movies. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But I, I sorry, I, I want to ask you this real quick. We kind of jump topics here. 
about the Doctor Sleep. Oh movie. yeah. I like the fact when they went back to the Overlook Hotel and yeah. recognized different scenes from there, the same scenes. Yeah, and, that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what I liked about it is that the the Overlook Hotel itself was an entity. Yeah. Not just the things in it, which I thought was really cool. I guess I never like really thought of it that way when I watched The Shining. I, it wasn't like I was like, oh, like when you think of a a place being haunted, I feel like you think there's like entities in said building or area, mm-hmm. not necessarily like that the building itself is the entity. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like usually you think like, oh, this <laughs> house is hosting all of these ghosts. But it's like not only that, but also the house or the hotel was the evil spirit, which was weird, which was crazy. Yeah, very, very yeah, so. I was, yeah, I was I was really uh-huh. shocked for that. Yeah. But the pacing was great for that. I love Rebecca Ferguson mm-hmm. as well as the hat. You know, I had okay, first of all, she was really cool, but I was like, Oh yeah, she's from the greatest showman and I was I couldn't think of her name. And I've I mean, I have the music from The Greatest Showman. And so I thought that she had sung for that movie. Sure. Which she didn't. Um, and I was like, oh, I think her name is like Lauren something. And I look, I'm like, Ferguson. <laughs> she's got a normal name. But she's gorgeous. I love, she just, I, I really liked her in that. And I was like not expecting her um, in the first scene to be this thing. You wish there. She was great. Uh, the lady who plays Abra Stone, Callie Curran. Oh, she was adorable. I liked her a that lot. Was her and I loved her name. Abra Stone. Abra. That, that was her first movie she ever acted in. She did fabulously. because She held her own so well. She did. I would have never guessed that that was her first acting mm-hmm. stint like in a major motion picture. I, I'm guessing she's been in like plays oh, sure. and like, stuff like that, yeah. right? But um, And I just thought it was cute, the name they gave her, Abra, because... The very first scene where you see her, her parents walk into the kitchen. This really isn't a spoiler. And mm-hmm. you see all these spoons stuck to the ceiling. Yeah. And they're they're very confused. It's mm-hmm. a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And in comes Abra. And she goes, Abracadabra. And then they all fall. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's what a fortuitous name. Pretty much so. Yeah. It was yeah. really cool. It just really expanded on mm-hmm. Stephen King's story so well, and you know I have to give a shout here and praise. Do you guys hear the static? Let us know if you do. All right, I'm not moving here. Don't move, Vern. Don't move. But Mike Flanagan, who also directed other Stephen King adaptations like Gerald's Game, uh, he also oh, did Gerald's that. Gerald's Game was creepy. I liked it. He did the house that uh, that Netflix series, The House on Blight Manor. Oh, that was. Freaking awesome! And, I liked that a lot. Yeah. And then the one before that too, which was the house on Haunted Hill. I think yeah. it was. It did, but yeah, very great stuff there. Yeah, I definitely recommend Doctor Sleep, which I think is on HBO Max right now, if I'm mistaken. Yes, it was before. Yep. All right, uh, and then I watched. Uh, so speaking about new ones, I did watch a couple of older classic movies. Mm-hmm. I saw one called Diabolique, which came out in 1955. It was remade in 1996, and that might have been the, how I've heard of it. Yeah, well, that's definitely how it sounds familiar. It's yeah. hard first time before too, but it's about these. Uh, sorry, I, I adjusted myself and I had a fart. <laughs> that's what happened. When you hear a bad noise right there, it's because I had a fart. But it's about these uh, 
two women. Yes. Uh, one of them is, you know, helps run a school for all boys. Uh, she's married to the principal, and the principal has a mistress, and both women know about each other, and they are okay with it, but the principal is very kind of abusive to both the wife and the mistress, so the two women, they start a relationship together, and they decide that they are going to kill the husband. I mean, if there's ever a reason... Oh. Not to have your your wife and lover be like compatible. It's this exact reason. Exactly. <laughs> like, it might sound great. Like, oh yeah, they get along. It's great. But also, murder plots. Murder plots. So they actually poison him and drown him in a bathtub. And right. That's they, my speed. The speed right there. See it. <laughs> and they dump his body in the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the weird thing is, is that the next day, the body is missing. Ooh. Ooh, that is reminiscent of ooh, what um, what was that? What's that show with uh, Christina Applegate and um, oh, Dead to Me, Dead to Me, and they they the husband dies and is in the pool, and then the next day he's not. That I'm sure a lot of those albums are and taken from that. Sure, absolutely, but that's yeah, that's really here's the an weird, interesting. Here's the way too, because Diabolique was going to be a movie that Alfred Hitchcock was going to make. Yeah. He really wanted to adapt this movie, uh, but then uh, this French director got the rights to it first, and he made the movie. And so when Hitchcock saw that, he's like, "Fuck, I really want to make this." So he made Psycho instead. Oh yeah. So there's like a lot of elements that happen in Psycho, especially in the shower scene. Oh, that are that are reminiscent okay. of a Parallels. twist sure. that happens with Diabolique, and it was good. It was uh, paced very well. Uh, yeah, I very enjoyed it. I watched it on the Criterion Channel, French film. Yeah, yeah it was it was a very solid watch. It's nice to see, like you said before, Dead to Me yeah. and other shows have just been influenced by that. Uh, um, I've been watching the new season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, see, I've only saw the first couple seasons. I love that show. It's so good. And this season, it's just it just keeps ramping up to be even more exciting and interesting. Okay. So uh, I think I'm in... I'm, episode eight, eight or something it's so good i love her character i love i love her manager um Susie's character tell, um tell tell listeners a little bit about what is Mar- so marvelous Mar- 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 is about a female comedian in the 50s yeah she really was at first helping her husband with his material um and then she catches him doing some cheating maybe i can't even remember and um so she gets drunk and goes down to uh, the lamplight or gaslight or something. It's the place where her husband would tell jokes. And she gets up on stage in her nightgown, mm-hmm. um, drunk, and does a better set than he has any of his sets put together. And Susie, the um, manager, who is uh, Alex Borstein, she sees this raw talent and decides, like, this, this bitch has got it going on. And... Um, Actually, she gets thrown in jail that night for using profanity and showing her boobs because um, the cops come in and they have a, a fit about her using swear words and being really, uh, like, super uh, crass. And she's like, well, if I'm going to be in trouble for that, and she just <laughs> shakes her boobs out. Yeah. And she ends up going to jail. And then um, she gets she gets uh, bailed out by, um, oh, uh, golly. He's actually, he was a real comedian, 
back in the day. Um, Lady Bruce. Yeah, Lenny Bruce. Yeah. And then th that is a continuation of their relationship um, professionally and friendship-wise throughout all four seasons. Mm -hmm. He kind of comes in and out. I really like his character. I like the guy who plays him, too. I can't remember his name, but he's, like, s super easy on the eyes. Okay. I mean, but, like, in the, the, the family, the mom and dad is ridiculous. Um, her dad is the guy who played Monk. Oh, Tony Shalhoub? Uh, yeah, t Tony Shalhoub, yeah. And he's hilarious. Yeah. He is hilarious. And then um, her husband's family are also, that's very quirky and funny, and there's drama, and I just really like it. It's so good. It's so addictive even after the first episode. Yeah. So I will say this. You watch the first episode, you're like, uh, not for me. Okay, fine. But for me, I was kind of hooked. Yeah, I was start. like, well, I got to watch the rest now. And it's so easily bingeable. Yeah. Like, once you get done with one episode, you want to know you what's, want to keep yeah, going on absolutely. with that one. And I feel bad because I kind of put a pause on my Amazon subscription, but I will sign back on to that yeah. very shortly. Uh, one of the things that I've been checking out, Ash, is that I've got an Audible subscription. Oh, yeah. And so I, I have seven Audible credits. Really? <laughs> they're like, you might, they're going to expire. And I was like, oh, I don't think they're supposed to expire. <laughs> so I signed up for a few of them, and one thing I've been listening to is they've got some really great sort of like audio dramas right now. Do they? So I'm following one, and it's called The Guilty. And The Guilty stars John Lithgow, Bryce Dallas Howard, Ooh, Peter okay. Gallagher, and it takes place at this play where someone has been murdered during the play. And the structure, it deals with these two police officers who are interviewing cast members and crew members. And it comes back and forth between the interviews with them and the actual stage performance okay. going on. So is the person who's murdered um, an actor in the play? Yeah. Or, okay, maybe it was someone in the audience or... It uh, is, but it also, uh, right now I'm only just a few chapters in, but there's a little bit of twist that go on there. So persons that you think have been killed is not a real murder to cover up for a real murder that does happen later on. Oh, shit. Okay. And the last chapter I left off on, the guy who has been putting this whole thing together, John Lithgow's character, he says, well, someone here is accused of stealing someone, stealing something. Someone's accused of adultery. Someone's accused of rape. And someone's here accused of murder. Oh. So it's this really engaging audio series that I've been really into, and that's been a lot of fun. Also been checking out uh, Alien 3. Okay. S someone, uh, William Gibson, it's based on his script. Okay. And he got original voice actors like Lance Hedrickson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael Biehn to kind of like retell Alien 3. Right on. So in Alien 3, if you don't know about this, both Newt and Hicks and a lot of the people, they get killed off. Mm -hmm. But in this new version, they don't. And it's a completely different storyline. Ellen Ripley is in this one, but just not as much. And that's what I don't like much about it. But I yeah. did like having a whole new, different version sure. of Aliens. Well, whole new audio drama, whole new sound effects. and. Speaking of, um, of Alien, I watched the other day Prometheus. Okay. Which was... One, I didn't even, I mean, I've heard of it, but I really didn't know what it was. Um, and it was great. I was, my friend was like, oh, come on, it's, it's the prequel to Alien. 
And I'm like, oh, I'm not really a sci-fi. Like, I like sci-fi, but I'm not like, I don't seek it out. Sure. I was like, okay, like, we'll watch it. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. And I really did like it. Yeah. It was like super engaging, really interesting. The characters were really great. Um, although you're, you know, anytime you're in space and somebody takes a helmet off, you're like, you fool. <laughs> you, you are just asking for an alien to yeah. climb into your spacesuit and kill you. It's a prequel. They give you some answers. But uh-huh. sometimes with that franchise, I don't need to have any answers. Yeah, but it was still cool. It, it was, was still, still cool. It was still cool to watch. I mean, I like Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yes. He was great. He was great as, as the, um, the whatever. Android. Android, yeah. yeah. Numira Pace was very good in yeah, that as Charlize well. Charlize Theron. Yep. Yeah. They're all very good. good. That was good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I, it was I, totally worth watching one time. Very solid. It's, it's, it's I, not one I would watch, like, over and over. No. But it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, what was another Who's show? That? I just, I was going to tell you, I watched, uh, I watched Zoolander again. I like Zoolander. It's like, but do not watch the second one. No, I don't want to. I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up. Hold this. Let go of it. Turn your head. Put your arm up. See, now I'm just making him do stuff. <laughs> I'm. I'm waving the arm. I have like called my phone my right in the arcade, so we're good right now. Yeah. So I'm going to bet this whole show. It's going to be very awkward, folks. And I don't care. I'm, I'm up for doing awkward things. Hey, put your hands in the air like you just don't care, Bird. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Save now. Oh, you're good. Right. Um, but yeah, I. What can I say? Yeah, oh, I just, what else did oh. I, I watched? Um, Oh, oh, you know, have you seen, and this is, it's not new, but it's a Netflix original with, um, with Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell. It's uh, called Eurovision. Have you seen it? I've heard of this. You need to watch it. It's so good. I watched it. Um, is it a show or a movie? It's or, a movie. It's a movie. Okay. And it's so funny, Vern. Vern, you would just think it's hilarious. It's like, it's got Pierce Brosnan. I know. Um, this is a a real whole bunch of people. And it's so cute and funny. I just really, really liked it. And I liked Rachel McAdams is just a dream boat. She is. And I, in this movie, she's like just this cute little innocent, lovely person. And that's how I imagine she is in real life. I know there's like a real thing here. There actually is a real thing called Eurovision. Yes, absolutely. That's, I think we're, well, according to this movie, where ABBA, how ABBA got oh. found out was from Eurovision. I don't know if that's true, but. Um, I love ABBA. Yeah, and that's in Will Will Ferrell's character as a kid. His mother had just died, and Eurovision's on, and he's kind of sulking on the stairs, and um, they're watching Eurovision. And Abba comes on, and he gets drawn to the TV and starts dancing, and his dad's totally embarrassed by him. And he's like eight, you know, okay. like leave him alone. His mom <laughs> just died, um, but then it's his goal in life to get on Eurovision, and it's him and Rachel McAdams. They're best friends. They've been best friends since they were small children yeah and it's so good you gotta watch it it's not a musical but there is music because it is a singing competition you, you know show. what if there ever was that here in minnesota yeah you and dave poyas oh i gotta see you sure in eurovision yeah these two <laughs> did a version of little shop of horrors suddenly seymour that bought fucking tears to my eyes well because this lady here <laughs> Was so sounds so much like Audrey from that play. Yeah. Right away, I'm thinking, goddamn, audition for some plays and some musicals. You know, I'm really good at. Great. I'm really good at doing other people's voices. 
Yeah. Like when I'm saying, like I can sound like Shakira or I just, oh, am, yeah. I just, yeah. She definitely sounds Shakira's like, and she does hip moves too. Oh, well just, just if I've had a few swills. That's why I'm here for her. I'll buy you the drinks, sir. So last one I have here to mention for movies I saw mm-hmm. was The Adam Project. <gasps> oh, I watched that too. Oh, it was so good. It was good. What was your favorite one liner? It was because <laughs> <laughs> I have mine. <laughs> it's when it's when it's when he's turned, Okay, so it's about this little kid. Okay, go ahead. Tell him. Tell him the premise. Who beats uh, up with his older self? Yep. Who comes in from the future and says, we have to find a way to make sure that time travel does not exist. Yes. All right. It's got Ryan Reynolds, uh, Kathy Keener again. Yep. Um, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, the, yeah, but the, the girl plays Gamora. Oh, uh, uh, Zoe. No, no, no. Um, Zendella. Uh, no, oh. it's not Zendaya. It's no. not Zoe Kravitz. It's whoever plays Gamora. I can't think of her name. Can anybody help me? I know what this is here. Could I just tell her going to look it up. Thank you, Internet. Mm-hmm. What would we do without, do without you? you. <laughs> There's your phone. I'm telling you, it's your Z- phone. Zoe Zeldana. Oh, Zoe Z- Saldana. Yes. Saldana. Okay. All right. Yep. Your phone does do that. It's oh, your phone. It's my phone. I'm Sorry telling about that. you. Okay. Probably is why I'm trying to look stuff up here. I know. I wouldn't be down. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, little kid is, you know, find about his older self. And there's one sequence when they're in the playgrounds and bullies are coming after him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, the little kid says something along the lines like, no, I'm going to smoke your pole. <laughs> As like a diss move to save his bullies. And I found it to be very funny. It was pretty good. Um, my favorite line was when they meet up with another time traveler. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, both of the adult Adam and the small child Adam are both smart asses because, hello, we're talking about Ryan Reynolds here. It's his yeah. gold, right? And and the other time traveler says, oh, he's so cute. He's just, he's he's adorable. He's like, yeah, he's so cute. Don't you just want to hold him underwater until the bubbles stop? And I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's so dark and so great. <laughs> so amazing. I thought about that, too. No. That made me laugh. I, I liked it. Very cliche, but yes, that's but okay. Yes, but I loved it. I, I thought it was great. It was really cute. No, I, mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I I enjoyed it very much, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely spoke to the 12-year-old in me. Yeah. Um, And that's it. But then again, at 12 years old, I was just kind of watching darker stuff. Yeah. I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street. I watched The Shining when I was young. Yeah, I did I, not. I watched very light, light happy-go-lucky movies because scary movies terrified the shit out of me. That's so enough. I did not. I But I like them now. Yeah. In fact, I like them um, like my late teens, early 20s until I had my first kid and then I couldn't watch scary movies. I was like, people really think of these things? Yeah. People are this sick? <laughs> like, no, my baby. Absolutely not. And I couldn't watch a single scary movie. Probably up until like maybe two or three years ago when yeah. I could start to enjoy him again. Because I'm like, like my irrational brain about my poor little innocent babies has, uh, my, they're a little bit bigger now. Mm. Like I don't have to, th- <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay, it's yeah. okay. I had to really work work myself uh, 
talk myself into watching them again. And yeah, they're great. I think they're great. The the movies that I don't really like that are horror movie um, yeah. are like unnecessarily perversion, like perverted and disgusting, like Human Centipede or like that whole oh, like yeah. genre, <laughs> that whole genre of like gross movies, like Saw, like anything that's like just graphic to be graphic. Okay. Like those are not the kind of scary movies I like. I well, like like paranormal scary. I like suspense scary. Um, I even like like Studio Six 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 comedy scary. Yeah. Like you know, a whole person got chopped in half, and I'm laughing because it was funny. Like the, it's not terrifying. The weird thing about the human centipede, at least the first one, is they never show you anything. I know, but it's all implied, and so I liked that element very much. See, I, I never not, watched it because. I didn't want to ever see anything. Yeah, they don't ever. And I don't ever need. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. They, they don't ever show. They don't ever show anything. It's in the sequels where things get to be a little more graphic, and I'm yeah. like, well, now you're just trying <laughs> to gross me out to gross me out for such a thing. I don't yeah. need to see and that. That's like I already. Somebody already told me what happens, which I thought was in the first one, but I guess it's in the second one. So I don't ever need to see the first one. I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Even though That's they fair. don't show you anything. But you know what? That's kind of like um, paranormal activity, how you never see the creature ever. Yeah. But oh boy. It's terrifying. I think I saw that movie three times. I took Dave to see that movie. Did you? In the theaters? I made him go. He didn't want to go. Oh, he Dave hates horror movies more than anything. But I was like, Dave, you don't see anything. You don't see a single scary thing. It's crazy. So, like, I had already seen it twice. <laughs> oh, you bitch. Oh. I know. And Damn, he called cool. me. He called me that night. It was probably. 11 or 12 and he's like i'm so glad i don't have hardwood stairs oh he's like i can't i can't hardly sleep because he's a, you know he lived at home by himself yeah and i was like ha, 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 sucker <laughs> oh god damn it was so good god that was a great movie though i that's the kind of movie i i'm like like you don't see anything but you know you know something. Sometimes there. things are, are a lot more scarier. Yes, the less up that here. you that less that you see. Yep. And I don't. I don't mind gore. Gore is great for films, but it has to be yeah, like, used well. Well, like brand new cherry flavor, right? Yeah. Like they used the gore of the, of the. the yeah. Scene in the movie that she makes. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. They use that very well. They very much well. Yeah. It gives you the creep factors, all that. Uh, got a comment on here. From Vivian saying that about the made-for-TV movie Hysteria, the Def Leppard story. I saw the movie. I'm good. I don't need to watch any more about Def Leppard <laughs> made-for-TV well, movie. Sorry, man. I've seen it once. That's all you need to see it. I'm good with that. <laughs> Same thing with like the, the Jackson 5 movie. Oh, don't need sure. to see more of that. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that's just a few things that we saw here right now. We are going to take just a small little break. I need to refresh my drink. And then we'll be back to talk about some summer movies. And we'll be returning very shortly. Thank you. Hello, Meat Popsicles. Why don't you grab your multipass, a drink, and come sit with us? Let's pick each other's brain. We want you to be part of our intimate conversation about science fiction topics. Let's do this. Join us and let's talk about science fiction topics in books, movies, TV shows, and games. At Science Fiction Remnant, you are invited to listen in. 
Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget your multipass. Hey there, classmates. Tune in to Middle Class Film Class every Monday and Wednesday for weekly movie news, streaming picks, and one deep dive review. The Batman trailer. There was a teaser. There was a trailer. Trailer one, trailer two. Final trailer. I don't know if it's the same one. How many trailers do we need exactly? Leave an email or a voicemail to join in the discussion. Bullshit artist. Uh, yeah, buddy. All right. Awesome. You're going full Danzig. That's right. I am. My my transgender has no power over me. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast is a proud member of the Let's Chat Club. Find out how you can become a member by going to the website letschatpodcast.net. Yeah, we're back, baby. Hey, her, her. Hey, her, her. Hey, her, her. Hey, ho, ho. So while we're taking that break here, uh, you just for basically our audio listeners who listen to the podcast on Friday, you just heard ads from middle class film class as well as science fiction remnants. And I will recommend those shows right now. Great people on there. Hope you follow the show. And there's going to be links on our actual web page when you go on there. So definitely check that out. Uh, but right now, Ashley, yes. we have a very cool thing going on right now. We do. On our Buy Me a Coffee page. We do. We have a contest going on, and everyone has a chance to enter. A contest? A contest, yes. Yeah, Tell so me more. Basically, <laughs> if you go on to buymeacoffee.com slash cinema recall mm-hmm. and buy some coffee, any any coffee cup amount is just fine. But every every entry you make, every donation you make, your name will be put into a drawn. Yeah. And then at the end of April, we are going to spin a wheel. Yeah. Your names are going to be on there, no matter how many times you donate to us. We're going to put your names each individually, and we're going to spin that wheel, baby. Yep. We're going to spin it. We're going to spin it good. That's right. It'd be great. Oh. You spin me right round, baby, right round. Like Look a record, record, baby, right I right want right your love. Whoa. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> it might be a digital one, but if I can find a way to have one live here. Oh, my God. Well, I think I think a digital one is probably better. Yeah, it's probably true. Because <sighs> those wheels, they're they're difficult to come by these days. That's true. and they probably They're a hot commodity. And it probably won't be as accurate as it wants to be. But we're going to put your names on this wheel. Yes. And we're going to spin it. And then there's going to be a winner. Tell them what they win. They're going to win a bunch of things. We're going to give our subscribers or listeners a monthly subscription to either Hulu, Disney+, Plus, Amazon uh, Prime, a, a streaming. Netflix. Yeah. One of the streaming networks here. Whoever uh, wins, we get, we'll get. we give them a choice of one of those things or either that or uh, a popular blu-ray mm-hmm. of their choices well not just their choice we'll have some like we'll have some we'll options have some options they'll, they'll pick so if you donate to us you get a chance it, if you donate three times you get your name on the wheel three times yeah the so, more the more you donate the more you have a chance to win because your name is yeah. on there more and so if you want to like donate 72, co- 72 copies to us that is great. The more your names will be on the wheel right there. So again, I'll post links on our website, but it's uh, buymeacoffee.com/slash/cinema-recall. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know I post links on our crack group page 
as well as on like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. So definitely go on there. Uh, I want to give a shout right now. Yeah, to to Mr. Howard Kasner oh, of hey. Pop Art Pop Pop Art Podcast. Hey, Pop Art Pop Pop! Damn, know, that is a tongue twister. Pop Art Podcast. Yes, uh, Howard Kasner's uh, Pop Art Podcast is a podcast where Howard will have a guest come on, and they'll bring in like a popular movie. All uh, right, and then Howard will bring in uh, more of a independent. Art house feature oh, that connects okay. with that oh, popular pop like that. movie. That's a good idea. So I've been on this episode a couple of times. One time I was talking about Robocop, and another time I was uh, talking about the movie Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And how is going to kill me for this? Because he has his <laughs> topics on there, which I just cannot remember sorry no, for slurping sorry the robocop one howard pitt thx 1138 i don't know what that means you're speaking another language i have well, thx 1138 is the very first movie that george lucas ever directed oh okay okay all right and then my topic was robocop and then another time was on the show uh i put the movie dawn of the dead mm-hmm. and he put the movie called Nocturama. And not he his topic was about movies about people being stuck inside of a mall. Oh, and so that was that the, doesn't sound too bad. But that's that's the topic, right? Yeah, it doesn't Nocturama sound bad. Nocturama and Dawn of the Dead. Well, both both are about being stuck in a mall. Well, Dawn of the Dead is definitely about, is Dawn of the Dead is about people being stuck inside of a mall with zombies. Well, I I know, <laughs> but the underlying is on in the mall. And then Naturama is about these terrorists who bomb a bunch of buildings in France and they're hiding out in a mall. In a mall. Okay, so the connecting tissue is the mall. Is the mall right say. there. Yeah. So yeah. So give a shout right now to Howard Kastner. Like hey. I said before, if you do donate to us on the Buy Me Coffee page, I'll mention you if you have like a website. Uh, I'll definitely mention that on there as well. So go on. Appreciate that very much, Howard. Uh, we also have our Patreon page. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Cinema Pod. And every Monday going forward, me and my good buddy, Donnie Roberts, mm-hmm. who is an author, we are going to be reviewing a different table of independent or cult feature. Uh, we recently released an episode on the movie Freet with Alex Winter. Freaked. Freet is where Alex Winter plays like a spoiled celebrity. And he's going to this town to promote this toxic waste company. Oh, I've not heard of this, but... And then, so him and his best friend, he meets up with this other girl who is like this environmentalist. Okay. And she decides, hey, we should visit a freak show. Oh, geez, Louise. Okay. And the freak show (laughs) is run by Randy Quaid. Oh, my Lord. Who turns our three heroes into freaks. Oh, okay. And it's a very... That's weird. It's a very tongue-cheek movie... Uh, it has a Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwait in there. Oh, well, you had me. And, That's uh, where you got yeah. me right there. And even a, a cameo appearance by Keanu Reeves. Shut your mouth. Who's uncredited. I love it. That's amazing. The special effects are so great and yet cheesy at the same time. Oh, okay. That sounds good. I, I, where do you watch that? I watched it on YouTube. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It doesn't not 
Is YouTube Red still a no, thing? No, it's not YouTube. It, they Did just, they get rid of that because so, it was like nobody wanted to no, spend their just, money on someone YouTube Red? No, someone just posted it on there because apparently the Blu-ray is like $200 to buy. What? Because it's that much out of print. So there are actually our versions wow. to watch online for free. So That's crazy. But also, let's just... Pour one out for YouTube Red. Yeah, they're not. A, are they around anymore? Well, that's why I first watched Cobra Kai. I know, me too. But I, and then I, the more I thought about, it, I was like, dude, I've not heard a single commercial or ad for it. Nothing. So I'm guessing they. Yeah, just went there. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna release episodes every Monday for our Patreon page. Uh, big shout out here to all of our wonderful Patreon subscribers. I'm going to give a shout right now before I lose track of this. Yes. So I got to thank Mr. Chris Revel Chris, of Let's Chat. We love you, Chris. I want to thank Jason Soto of Rabbit Hole Podcast. Thank you, Jason. I want to thank Jeanette Miller-Mickenham from ATA Jeanette. You guys, are these all off the top of his head? I want to thank, uh, um, let's see now, uh, Linda Castro. From Ben Novice and Broomflix. Oh, that's a cute name. Thank you very much. I yeah, love it. yeah, she does. It. Her, her podcast is all about you know witches. I love and TVs. it. Oh, okay, I gotta check her there. out. She sounds like right up my alley. And she's really cool as well. Uh, and then I want to thank our good buddy uh, Harvey Andrus. Harvey, who is a guitar player for our show that we do. Boop, boop. Oh, uh, and then as mentioned before, Donnie Roberts. Mm-hmm. From you know, the author who's a part of our uh, live show we're doing, and then I want to thank uh, Matt and Ashley, basically just Matt from the podcast, Mashley at the movies. Thank you very much for Great. joining into our Patreon page. You guys Mashley. are amazing. I Ma- love it. Mashley at the movies. They're I love great, it. They're great gents. That's cute. And uh, so yeah, go to Patreon.com/slash/CinemaRecallPod. We can find all those bonus episodes on there, and we'd greatly appreciate your support. And then before I do go. I have to mention, I was on a podcast episode last week. Without me? Without you. You bitch. I know. Burn in hell. All right, whatever. You go to hell. (laughs) You You go go to die. You go to hell and you die. I hate you. How dare you? But I was on a show called Podcast in the Woods. I don't care. I'm not listening anymore. Don't 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 be mad. Don't be mad. Don't touch me. So we're on a podcast called Podcast in the Woods uh, with my good buddy Boomer. Who, who was a guest on Boomer. my episode. Yeah, Boomer. <laughs> he has a horror podcast called Podcast in the Woods, and we are talking about uh, The Evil Dead, uh-huh. the original Bruce Campbell, yeah. and a movie called Grizzly Rage. Hmm. Grizzly Rage is about a bunch of uh, college kids who decided to break into this forest. They ran over a baby cub. And which, the mom goes, bananas! The weird thing, too, is that this bear... Uh, is supposed to be a mutant to bear. Oh no! Our, 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 that's right. Our damn it! Our uh, it's happened again. Our, you our guys. basically logo went down. Damn it's gonna happen. Damn you, logo! Damn you! We gotta pay fines for that. It's toy fine. Yep. Um, Son of a bee. But yeah, but basically, it's about these kids who run over a bear. The mom gets angry. It's supposed to be mutant bear because they show a scene where these guys are walking to the water mm-hmm. to get some water for their group. And you see all these toxic barrels, toxic barrels oh, in there. That's that's the tip off that it's mutant. That's the only tip off yeah. you get in the whole movie. That's true because when they show the bear, <laughs> he looks like a normal bear. It's a normal bear. <laughs> because that's great. here's all they do the kill scenes. 
they show like a video of a bear roaring and then it cuts to the actors going, oh my God, a bear's coming at us. And then <laughs> it's it coming cuts, right for us. <laughs> and it cuts to a bear just doing its bear thing, just crawling normally. And then it cuts back to the actors. And then it shows the attacks and it has two little puppet bear arms no, coming at the actors. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh my God. No. <laughs> oh, the bear's attacking me no. so much right there. So terrible. And I wish I wouldn't say, "Oh my God, that bear's so hideous, so mutated." It's just a fucking regular bear. <laughs> that's great. I think yeah, that's just, hilarious. So yeah, we watched those two movies. So yeah, definitely check out the uh, podcast in the woods. You can find links to that on the Twitter as well as like I believe Instagram mm-hmm. and whatnot. But yeah, did po- he take you into the woods for this podcast? No, <sighs> he really dodged a bullet. I there. probably did. Yeah. But you know, if we're to be a desolate someone show, I will probably do that. Yeah, I would go. You would do woods. anything. I would. Yeah. Hey, break out your knee pads, Fern. You I might... won't. I won't do that. <laughs> what? I'll do I was going to say po- help tear up carpeting. And stuff. I'm not going to tear up carpeting. I'll do anything for podcasts, but I won't tear up carpeting. What if that is the only way they'll have you <laughs> on? It's like, like come do this podcast with us, but while we're podcasting, we'll also be renovating this room. <laughs> Hey, it's back. Hey, we're back. Whoa, hey. Guess whoa. who's back? Oh, very cool. All right. Yay. Uh, so, yeah, definitely give a shout out here uh, to Mr. Boomer. Hey, Boomer. From Podcast of the Woods. I mentioned What's that up, I would Boomer? give a little, little, little shout out here shout on the show. Out. Yeah. So, thank you, for ha- thank you for having me on your show. Uh, all right, folks. We want to talk about the summer. Oh, yeah. It has been a balmy 46 degrees outside today. 46. Do you see and, this? Yeah. This is this is what happens. Yeah, I'm lying. I wear this all year round. It's true, yeah. <laughs> but today I really needed it. And so I agree, once it got to be summer, so I felt weird just having my winter coats on today. Yeah, I know. I didn't need it. I left mine at home. I just had a little, a little jacket. Hey, did you? Yeah. Uh, hey, what's your favorite? What's 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 your um? What is your idea of of a of a? Oh, fuck. I'm just, talking it up. Good summertime or what? Good no, summer? it, it's it's a line from Miss Congeniality. I've where she the... says, she says, uh, William Shatner asked this girl, like, what is your ideal date? And she says, April 15th, because it's nice enough that you don't have to wear. It's nice enough outside that you don't have to wear a coat, but you could wear like a little nice sweater. <laughs> she like comments on what the weather's like and not like. A guy taking her out. Okay. Yeah. I was And I can't do movie quotes to save myself, so I fucked it up, you guys. I screwed the pooch, but you you guys know which one I'm talking about. Do I feel about things being wetter in summer now? So we're now just thinking about Sandra Bullock and wetter now and being <sighs> perverted thoughts there. So Sandra. <laughs> oh Sandra. Okay, so summer movies. Yeah, so I kinda wanted to get into a conversation about what we feel are the best years. For summer movies. Oh. All right. Okay. And I've got some comments that I'm going to be reading on the Facebook and Twitter later on here. Uh, But my first thing is the year of 1989. I was nine years old. Okay. What movie? So in 1989, you had Batman, the original. the Original. Michael Keaton. The Michael Keaton, Jack Mm -hmm. Nicholson. That's we, the original for me. Of course. Everyone has their own generation of yes. Batman. All yeah. right. We all said that. Uh, Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, that's a great lineup you for know, summer movies. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. 
Oh, I saw that in the theater. Yeah. Yes, I did. You saw the one where they had the Roger Rabbit short in the, the front of it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I saw Roger Rabbit in the theater, too. I did, too. That was that, so was that was a good one. That was definitely my favorite yeah. summer there. So I have those. Uh, do you have, like, a favorite year? Um, I don't know the years, and I no. don't have my phone. Okay, well, I can so just I check can on these. But I thought one of the best summer movies ever was Independence Day. Okay, that was in 1996. Yeah, so I was 16. That was, like, the best summer movie, movie ever, Okay, I thought. Like, that's the one when I think... Like a summer blockbuster or um, like the 4th of July blockbuster. Yes, it's Independence Day. Yes, it came out that same weekend. But also, like, it's just so memorable. And it was so good. Because also we had, like, uh, um, Independence Day, Twister. Oh, uh, Twister. The first Mission Impossible. Um, from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, that was good. And then also we had, if I can find... Yeah, uh, Joe's apartment came out as well. Is that the one with the cockroaches? It's the one about the cockroaches. <laughs> exactly. Oh yes. You know. Who was that? Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. O'Connor. O'Connor. It was very much so. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. See, I know stuff, you guys. See. I'm. I know stuff sometimes. Sometimes you do know your stuff. Sometimes well. Sometimes I know my stuff, and sometimes I fail spectacularly. And I know that the 1996 was also a comment that we had. I'm just trying to do this all. Yes, uh, Kelly Angel, a good friend of mine, Kelly Angel, she also said 1996 okay. was her favorite year. And I told you that too. Oh, the uh, the Boz Lerman, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yes. Oh. I thought that was such a great movie, and I've I've rewatched it, and it's not a good movie. No, it, it, I like the soundtrack. The soundtrack is great, yeah. The soundtrack is a lot of fun. Soundtrack, still good. Yeah. Yeah. The movie itself, I can kind of take a little bit, though. Yeah. I just really wish they they made it too weird and modern, but also not modern. I didn't like Like, I liked it at the time, but I also like Moulin Rouge when it came out, and I tried rewatching that, and that is a shit show. I still like I liked Moulin Rouge I can't do it. more it's horrible. than I did like uh, Romeo and Juliet. I liked the kind of the fast cutting, the MTV style editing. It was it was fine. I can have you watch rewatched it. it? I I, I watched in theaters not too long ago. Oh, I thought it was bad. Yeah, it was just like I didn't like the way it was edited. It was like too. I just remember like the grandiose parts of like when sh- when Nicole Kidman is performing. Yeah, and like or when he's like all of the romanticizing of it all, like when he's trying to, you know, when Ewan McGregor's like typing away on his little typewriter trying to like does isn't it's definitely but then when you get the other characters involved and it starts getting all wacky and weird i that's not my jam it's uh it's basically going back to that fast cut editing the mtv yeah did before in Mm -hmm. the past and so it's definitely of its time the late 90s early 2000s and i think it's just fine just like that and that's how i'm gonna let it be um, and then I think another year I had, I know I had, if I go on to here, I know I had 1993 as one. What be- was that? Summer of 1993, mm-hmm. definitely had Jurassic Park. Oh, that was fabulous. I remember that being a huge thing. Well, yeah, the animatronics of those dinosaurs were crazy. Well, 
this is the first time because before uh, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. you had Terminator 2 yeah. in like 91, 92. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember that just being a huge thing with uh, computer technology. Yeah. Because I was very kind of surprised. And then we saw Jurassic Park and those dinosaurs. Now today, when they use computer animation, it seems teasing fate. But Jurassic Park was cool because they still used physical effects right. mixed in with the animation right. to make the dinosaurs seem like a real thing. Yeah. And it was scary as hell. And I loved it. Uh, also, Days to Confuse came out that year, which I really loved. Um, the Fugitive was another one. Adam's it Family Values. It was the one. It I was the one of men. Yeah, and uh, Adam's Family Values was lovely. I like. I just like the Adam's Family in general. That was always really fun. Anything with uh, Angelica Houston. Yeah, and who was the guy who played Gomez? Because he's Raul not, Julia. He he died right. He died. He died right after the making of uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, what a bummer. In 1984. And I know a lot of people diss the movie Street Fighter, but it's actually good. It's better than the original Mortal Kombat. Oh, well, that's that's not saying much, people. I'm saying that... I'm just saying, I remember my brother and I went to see the original Mortal Kombat, and it was horrible. I I remember uh, I saw the sequel in theaters Mm -hmm. called Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and there's a sequence when... Someone is like holding a bomb and they're trying to escape somewhere and they're like, hold on, we gotta go somewhere really fast. It's a bomb. Right. And I yelled out in the theater, just like this movie. (laughs) I got everyone everyone to laugh at that. That's fantastic. Good for you. We were all just like having um, a horrible time. That is great. What Uh, what movie I I thought, um, and I know this came out in the summer because I remember reenacting it with my brother and our two neighbor friends, but the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh my gosh, yeah, in eighteen ninety. Yeah, I think I was gonna say I was either ten or eleven. So it was either ninety or ninety one. And I remember that movie was so freaking awesome. I here's the thing too, you know the reason why we love that movie as we, as a kid hmm. is because we got to hear Raphael see damn. I mean, and as a kid, seeing your favorite cartoon characters use a swear word, you were like, "What?" You felt you felt such an adult when you watched that movie. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. And Casey Jones was such a badass. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> mm. he was so cool with his baseball bat and his cricket bat. Let's see, you know, it's all. Let me pull this up right now. You can play cricket. No, you you can't play cricket. Without a crack it. <laughs> Without crop it. What? So yeah, uh, Elias Cortez played Casey Jones. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elias Cortez has appeared in uh, David Cronenberg's Crash. Yep. And he's appeared. He's been in a lot of stuff. But, uh, gosh, he's also appeared so <clears throat> in the movie Exotica and also The Sweet Hereafter, I believe. Um, but yeah, that's cool. You got Corey Feldman. As Donatello in there, I do re- oh, remember I don't, that. I didn't remember that. Yeah. But I hear it now if I think about it. But and also in the 90s, you had, I do remember going to see the movies in theaters. I remember seeing Dick Tracy in theaters, Arachnophobia. Uh, nope, I never saw I saw that at, I watched that uh, at a friend's sleepover birthday party. Yeah. And the mom let us have like popcorn and orange crush. Ooh. But like some of us were sitting on her white couch okay. <laughs> and she let us watch arachnophobia and the scene where the spider comes out of the shower head yeah and lands on her face i jumped 
and I spilled orange soda all over her, the, the square I was sitting on, and oh. I was like panicked. So I didn't move the whole rest of the movie, and then when when all the lights came back on, I I got up and I flipped the couch cushion over. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going down for this. No, 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 no. My dad will kill me. Even though, I mean, she was letting us drink Orange Crush on her couch watching a scary jump flick. That's scary. That's funny. But I was terrified. I thought for sure I was going to be just toast. I know a lot of people that will not watch that movie for their fear of spiders. And I, I totally get that. I'm not even scared. You know, I don't like spiders. But for 13 years, I was the spider murderer oh, in sure. my house yeah. <laughs> so i'm not really scared of spiders i just prefer them to be outdoors and if they're in my house well then they're going down see i'm going through some of the movies here so i know i've seen back to the future part three in of the course. 1980 uh i know i saw gremlins 2 in the theaters nope not me nope okay problem child i saw no okay uh uh so you know and then did tracy yep uh and that's uh yeah so, uh, and then I know there was, yeah, the Die Hard, oh, point two. So Die Hard 2 came in the 90s, and that was the very first R-rated movie I ever saw in theaters. Oh. Because one of my, see, when Die Hard came out, I was not allowed to watch it. Mm-hmm. But when it came out to home video, then you could. my family was like, oh, this is totally fine. I don't know why we didn't let you watch this movie. Right. So the sequel came out, and I really wanted to see it. And my dad's like, well, I don't really like going out to movies, but... You can go with one of my business partners okay. to the theater to watch this movie. I'm sure. thinking, oh, okay. And I'm totally fine with going some sort of like stranger. I mean, I met him before. Uh, but it was also kind of cool, too, to go see an R-rated movie with another adult. Yeah. And just but yeah, I'm like one of the guys now. You're going to see right. yeah. this R-rated film. And I just had. I'm one of the, I'm one of, I'm, I'm a grown up. <laughs> I'm one of the guys. And I know a lot of people probably say that's one of the lesser movies in the Die Hard franchise, but I still love Die Hard 2. I love all the Die Hard movies. I can't say anything bad. I don't know if I've seen any of the others but the first one, and I'm okay with that. I, I'll i die happy knowing that <laughs> the first one was the epitome of Die Hard movies. So I'm going right now to our Twitter page, which is at cinema underscore recall. We have some comments on here. Uh, so, Game for a Movie Podcast said, 1989 is my winner. Batman, Indiana Jones, and The Last Crusade. Yes. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, so good. That, oh, that's on Tubi right now. So, if you if you, if you watch yeah. Tubi, folks, Tubi is a great site to watch a lot of like, great older movies mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Sorry. Uh, lost my picture. Okay. Uh, when Harry Met Sally... Deadpool Society, and a bunch of others. Probably seen all of them a thousand times each. So, Yeah, uh, Deadpool Society was great. Peter Lear. Peter Peter Weir, who also directed uh, The Truman Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. And then we have a comment here from Game for a Movie Podcast. He says another one here, too. He says, uh, another one from a different movie. says, so 2009 brought us The Hanover, The Hurt Locker, Star Trek, and the best rom-com of all time, The Proposal. <laughs> the Proposal was good. With Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock? Yes. Okay, I do remember that one. That was cute. They dated after that. Did they? Yeah. Okay, all right, fair yeah. enough. And then he... I mean, 
it led Sandra Bullock. It, it led him to Blake Lively, and yes, so Sandra Bullock was yeah. coming my way. Yeah. I would totally date Sandra Bullock, even now. She's she still looks she's good. She's a babe. She still is babe. Yeah. All right. Uh, says, but he says it all brought Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, Terminator: Salvation, and X Men: Origins Wolverine. So I guess yeah, X Men: Origins Wolverine was that was pretty good. I liked that one. I like the Transformers movies. They're fun. They're fun to see in, on the big screen, too, because then you can see all their little gears turning inside their bodies. I find that to be really fun. I like the little servos. Just. <laughs> of course, that's like me. I'm like looking at the smallest detail. Oh, for, yeah, that's good. So. Uh, your net, Josh from your next favorite movie. Uh, he says, I know that <clears throat> CBC Monkey and at Green Screen Green and myself spent quite a few weekends at the theater in 2003, I'm not saying they'll hold up, but it was definitely a fun time while it happened. Okay, what came on? To, what came on? Two thousand three. That was the year Audrey was born. I remember. She, she's well, not a movie. Nope, she's not. But it helps me really categorize and catalog my life. <laughs> so some movies. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. I know it came out in the winter of two thousand three. Elf. Okay. <laughs> you know how I know? Because I brought, I <laughs> brought my kid in her seat. In her little, her little baby seat. Okay, so box old office. school. So we had Finding Nemo. Great, saw it. Matrix Reloaded. Uh, oh, the first part of the Caribbean. I like that one. Oh, a lot. that one was great. Yeah. Uh, Second Netsman, Bad Boys Two. For life. Uh, Hulk. <laughs> was uh, which Hulk? Like the very uh, first Hulk with Eric Bana and uh, Jennifer Connelly. Oh yeah, that one. I liked that one. That's all right. Yeah. No? Okay, Charlie's Angels the sequel, um, Too Fast, Too Furious, Spy Games 3. Okay, so, uh, 2003, here and there. Uh, not some picks. And then scrolling through the list here, we have uh, also the host from Shoot the Flick podcast. They said 2002 was a big year for a young nerdy Scott, Spider-Man 2, Minority Report, Lilo and Stitch. Oh, Lilo and Stitch was great. Born Identity and Triple X. Oh, we saw Triple X in the theater. You did? We did. I was pregnant, was and I, I had a whole foot-long sub down the sleeve of my shirt because I was so hungry. I don't remember seeing... That's with Vin Diesel. I, I know what it is now. I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing that movie with you. Mm-hmm. I think it was you and me and uh, Dave and Mike and a couple other people, probably Adam and Heather, too. But I had a whole Subway sandwich in the sleeve of my, my coat because I had to smuggle in a, an entire sandwich. And they, I remember you guys were really concerned that I was going to get caught, and I said, I, I dare them to say something. <laughs> <laughs> like, try and take my sandwich. I'll fucking kill I you. I will kill you all I if you try to take my sandwich alive. here. I will murder you. I will eat you alive. Try and take my sandwich, you son of a bitch. Oh, I was going to come here from Crystal Let's Chat, who said the summer of 1999. Summer 1999, we had American Pie. Oh, yeah. We had the Iron Giants. We had the uh, Star Wars, the Phantom Menace. Um, the, the Sit Sense. Oh, that was so good. was another big one that came out in 1999. Uh, the Mummy, Runaway Bride. Mm, Wild, Wild West. Was uh, the mummy with Brendan Fraser? Yes, it was. Oh, thank God. Yes, that that one. I yes. was like, was I reminiscing about <laughs> Brendan Fraser, and he wasn't even in that movie? The Matrix, another big one. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! South yeah. Park, 
Bridal Laundry Uncuts. I do remember when I saw South Park Bridal Laundry Uncuts. It was so A dad hilarious. brought his two kids to see the movie. Oh, Lord in heaven. And then it just got right to the song with Uncle Fucker. Oh. And he's like, okay, Lord. we're done. We can't. I can't watch Shut anymore. Shut your fucking face. <laughs> uncle fucker. You're, you're the one who fucked your uncle, Uncle fucker. <laughs> you're an uncle fucker. Yes, it's true. You fucked your uncle just, just like you. Do ya. Classic. That was great. Uh, okay, sorry. Oops, sorry. I know I'm, do- I'm looking at my phone here, so I got some audio issues here. Uh, so, Mad Pitsy Weirdo Podcast said 2012. So many great ones came out. The 80s movie podcast pit 1984. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Gremlins. Yeah, I was going to say Gremlins, but I thought that was a Christmas movie. Did it, it come out in the summer? It clearly came out in the summer, yeah. Oh. Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. Sixteen Candles, The Natural, Star Trek Three, Top Secret, The Karate Top Kid. Top Secret with Val Kilmer. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Karate Kid, Purple Rain, Red Dawn, Bunkaroo Banzai. I know I just watched Red Dawn for the first time. Oh, yeah, I saw that. How this was last that? week here. It's good, uh, especially everything that's going on right now in Russia, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. First of all, we support Ukraine. Fuck you, Putin. You're an asshole. Uh, but it was kind of cruel. Watching this movie that came on the eighties at the height of the Cold War. Oh sure. With America and Russia, and knowing that history is turned to repeat itself. Yeah. Nowadays, mm-hmm. it's just kind of weird. I need to go back and rewatch like Red Heat oh, with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Russian KGB agent. Oh. So, uh, and then, so what else got here? Uh, oh, a Screen Nerds podcast just said nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, oh, there's a lot. Jess Flitz said, uh, before my time, but I got to go with the summer of 1975, Jaws. Oh, so, yeah, you would have liked that one. That was uh, Jaws is me and Jaws has a very sort past. <laughs> I've had episodes about the movie yeah. and my time at Universal Studios theme park. Oh, yeah. That just traumatized me in ways that I just can't describe right now. As a kid, when I would go to the pool... When it would get towards the end of the day and there were less and less kids at the pool before, you know, before they would shut down for the evening. If I was in the middle of the pool and I wasn't near the edge, I would start to panic. And then (laughs) I would haul ass to an edge because I thought there's got to be a shark in here. (laughs) I was terrified. I was like, I was like, I know, I know there's not a shark in here, but my like imagination went a little wild. I was also really afraid of Max Headroom. I remember Max Headroom. And I don't know why. He, I thought he was terrifying. I mean, he wasn't a terrifying character. He wasn't a scary character. But he scared me. Uh, I thought he was so scary. <laughs> you thought he was going to eat you too? No, but I just thought he was <laughs> creepy and scary. He He's can't be very creepy He's just a floating dying. head. I just, I didn't, I was like, oh God, I'm so scared. But then again, I was super sheltered. Like my grandma wouldn't let me. Like, listen to rock and roll music or anything like country music. Like, I I got to see, like, kind of different movies, Um, like, on the weekends I would see my dad. Sure. And, like, I remember um, my brother would wake me up and ha- in the middle of the night. And he would bring me out into the living room. He's like, you got to see this. Come see this. And it would be the um, the Genesis video. Oh, uh, Land of Confusion? Puppet, Land of Confusion. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Terrified. <laughs> I could totally see being terrified of this shit right there. So I, yeah. yeah. So then, like things like Max Hedrum and stuff, that just blew my mind. I thought they were so terrifying. 
It was not not cool. That is funny. Poor, poor little little me. No, I mean you look at that puppet right there, and it's all about neutral annihilation. Yeah, and they're yeah. all like, I just remember when they were all jumping over the the like brick wall, and I was like, oh god, they're coming for me. That is funny as hell. I mean, not not funny that you got scared. I don't well, like that. It's kind of funny that I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, considering I like puppets so much. Well. Thank you, everyone, who kind of left comments on our Twitter page as well as our Facebook group. I'm just trying to double-check one last time because yeah. I think I don't uh, – I know I read my comment from uh, Kelly, but I don't think Stay we had – on top of it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I like to be on the bottom, too. All right. <laughs> Vern's like, I don't want to do all the work. Yeah, sometimes I just want to just sit there and relax. So I just want to just put my arms back. Yeah. <sighs> Let watch, watch the scenery go by. Scenery you know go what I'm by. Yeah, sometimes I, <laughs> I just watching the view there. That's right. Um, so yeah, so basically that that was it right now. So thank you everyone who left your comments yeah, on awesome. our Facebook and Twitter page about your favorite summer movie years. Um, and so really quickly, we have what's going to be happening for this summer. Oh yeah. Of 2022, 2022. Um, yeah, what is going to be happening? Summer. I did not do my homework. You tell me. So I got. Uh, so you see, can get raw excitement. You can see all right, real so, time excitement. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm trying to say about the new uh, Firestarter. Oh, that that looks really good. Uh, I do kind of want to see uh, the new Doctor Strange movie. Oh yeah, Marvel movies are always fun. I'll be excited about that. Um, what else we got? And then see, no Jackass. See the nope, two, Jackass Forever. No, thank you. See, I'll, I'll see Jackass Forever. On TV. I don't what? think I would go see it on the big screen. Yeah, come on. Come on. Is it a close up for me? Of course not. It's going to be for low as hell. It, oh, wait, there is. Okay. Lame. Lame. Slowing oh down God. right there. Sorry, guys. Holy January, bananas. January, February, March. Okay, so we're here. Let's March. get into June. All right, we've got here. Because that's that's really when summer starts that's rolling. Okay, so June. Okay, well, uh, all right. There's a new Cheaper by the Dozen on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. The original was great with with uh, Steve Martin. That was fine. See, uh, Deep Water <clears throat> with ben Affleck, ben Affleck. And uh, Ana Diamaras. <clears throat> I like Ana Diamaras. So Ben Affleck and Ana Diamaras star in Dredger Adrian Lynn's thriller based on the novel by Patricia Highsmith, who wrote The Talented Mr. Ripley, Carol, Strangers on a Train, about a married couple at odds with each other, we begin to play dangerous mind games with each other, eventually leading to murder. Ooh, murder. Uh, oh, the the Lost City uh, with Channing Tatum and uh, Sandra Bullock. Looks oh, good. Looks good. Looks yeah. like a kind of retelling of Romance on the Stone. Yeah, that'll be fun. So I'll I'll watch that one. Uh, so we got oh. Mor Morbius. Morbius looks so fun. And Co the new Sonic. I liked the first one. The first one was very it was cute. cute. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So this is over coming April here. Let's go to actually June here. So we're going to April. I'm going to skip past. Oh, you and I are going to watch yes, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. With Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. All about Nicolas Cage. April 22nd, we have a day in the movie theaters. Yes, we do. To go see that movie. Yes, we okay. do. Uh, so May, Legally Blonde 3. Oh, okay. Bringing it back. Uh, That's cool. We don't know the story on Lintel, but you know, it's bring back Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Coolidge. I'll do it. I love Jennifer Coolidge. 
That's funny. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. That looks kind of cute. I, I would watch that. It does too. Even though we're trying to stick to the whole kind of meta aspect of the yeah, shows, but, but I'll still I'll watch do it, it because I loved them. Oh, Bob's the Bob's Burgers movie. I'm all over it. Okay. I love Bob's Burgers. You and I got another date made twenty seventh. Yeah, right? um, so many dates. I know. You and me, I tell you. Top Gun Maverick. Meh. Yeah, I'm saying right there too. I, I'll probably go with my brother-in-law because he wants to see that. Jurassic World, I'll see that. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, I'll definitely see it because my boy Malcolm is in it. Champion just tells. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Or ShamWow, just Sh- one ShamWow. Swam ShamWow, we're going to tell. Don't need to bulk up with multiple towels. One ShamWow. Swam ShamWow. Okay, fair enough. Get ShamWow at your local Bed Bath Beyond. <laughs> I just gotta know what areas I need to like, clean up right there. <laughs> uh, Lightyear. Uh, uh, that one looked all right, but I'm not super interested. Oh, what's that one? Ba- the uh, the Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about it. It's got hmm. Austin. It's got Tom Hanks. All right. Well, you. I'll me watch it, Hanks. but I'm probably not be in theaters right away to watch sure. it. Thor: Love and Thunder, just because Taika yeah. Waititi and I loved the third Thor. And I just like Thor. I think he's a, he's a fun character to watch anyway. Although I really want Kate Blanchett to be back in there because yeah. with those freaking spiked hairs. Uh, that those were antlers. Antlers, whatever. Yeah. Just goddamn, <laughs> that Lee was so hot. I know she looked so good. I, when doesn't Kate Blanchett look good though? I, 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 does she wear that stuff for her husband at home? Because I would be so jealous. Hot just diggity comes damn. in there with that outfit and those horns right there <laughs> and says, "I'm gonna suck out your soul." And guys like Ben's like, like "Give like, it to me, mama." He says, "Take it, take it." Your soul is mine, your sweet hot mama. Ooh. What, what's uh, Brad Pitt working Brad Pitt, in here? yeah. He's in a movie called Bullet, directed by David Leach. This cheeky, stylish action thriller based on a novel by a Japanese writer follows an assassin trying to give up his life of killing who is tasked with retrieving a mysterious briefcase oh. on, yes, a bullet train full of other assassins looking to do the same. Oh, so another briefcase movie. So. And then we got a new movie from uh, Jordan Peele, Nope. Nope looks great. Looks yep. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know. The Batman, the new, not nope, the nope. Batman, I'm sorry. DC Lee does Super Pets. Yes. Uh, Keanu Reeves does the voice for Batman in that. Does he? Funny. Yes. Okay. Oh, there's a new Spider-Man. Oh, with uh, Morales? Across, across the Spider-Verse, yes. part one. With, uh, with uh, the... Miles Morales. Yes, Miles Morales. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Oh, that, that first one, the Into the Spider-Verse. So good. Probably my favorite. Favorite Spider-Man movie. Yeah, it's really good. It of all time. It was very cute. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So I'm really glad there's another one. Black Adam. That looks okay. Yeah. Dwayne uh, Johnson. Black Panther. And Wakanda now Forever. we're into December. So oh, oh so I went, I went, went way, way back past. here. You were. You I was into like, summer. That is a lot of summer action. Sorry, folks. I went way past summer. It's like winter. So, yeah, we did a little summer, winter. But we do pre- have a good lineup for this year, which is good. Yeah. I'm very excited. But all things are coming out. So, definitely, we have the uh, uh, the Nicholas Cage movie. Yep. And Bob's Burgers. Yes. To go watch. Yep. So, we're definitely going to be giving you either a video review or a podcast review mm-hmm. of those movies when they come out. Uh, I can't wait. Listeners, if you have suggestions for us to watch and you want to send us a movie, please let us know. Email me, yes. cinemarecall at gmail.com, and we'll definitely take that into consideration. Uh, thank We're you. Always ev- looking for something new to watch. Thank you, everyone, mm-hmm. uh, for watching the show. Uh, right now, I've just got you know comments from Vivian saying that Blood Feast is family friendly. He was talking about the movie Audition and saying Audition is great. 
Um, but yeah, watch it only once. And that's okay. Totally fair. Noted. Right there. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's for up things right now. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, cinemarecall.net. Uh, check us out on the social media platforms on Twitter at cinema underscore recall. And then Facebook, Cinema Recall Podcast. Join our crack group. Come on, you guys. Be a crackhead. Be a crackhead. Be a crackhead. It's the only time it's acceptable. You, it's, yeah. It's I get right the there. itch for another movie. <laughs> oh. Feeling. <sighs> get, okay, that's not okay. funny. <laughs> it's a real problem. <laughs> Fair enough. Damn uh, it. But uh, Ashley, tell the listeners where they can find you at. Uh, well, they can find me on Instagram at massage.mom. And also you can follow my cat, uh, my model Milo, on Instagram. Also, our band, uh, your ex-girlfriend, will be playing Mortimer's. Yes. April, thir- April 13th. It's a Wednesday. We go on at 9. If you're in town, if you can come out, please come out. It'll be such a fun time. It'll Who be- else is playing? Do you know? Uh, the Stonest. And the Stonest. So, yeah. It should be a really good time. It'll I'm be really su- great. It'll super be, excited. It'll be our first live show. Live gig. Well, I mean, we played a birthday party one time. <laughs> that actually went very well. So it went really well. So, I mean, I People think, loved that I show. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I'm a I, little nervous. No. But I think it'll be great. I think it'll be so much fun. As you were playing at a bar. I know. It's weird. People are going to be drinking. That's true. They are going to love That makes me feel better sets. about my life. It, the people are going to be drinking. Like, oh, they're, not my talent. They're going to be hammered. They're going to hear you and say, like, holy shit, is that? Nope, they're not going to think the, that. They're going to go, that hey. Gwen Stefani? Nope, that they are be, not going to think that. They're going to go, hey, that's fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, see? Go. Yeah. Oh, and they're going to be buying us drinks, and it's going to be good times and everything. Yeah. So, yes, uh, we'll definitely post more links to that event as it gets closer to there. Uh, also... I'm going to share this ahead of time right now. I'm putting together an audio drama reading of Clue. Yes. So I'm doing like a live kind of script read of Clue, and we're going to get that all put together shortly. Uh, but anyways, folks, that's it for our that's live it. show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone, for joining. All right. Say goodbye, Ash. Oh, goodbye, Ash. Bye, everyone. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com.